0: The NFL season is only 18 weeks, but the player stock market never ends, especially for players that are in the playoffs now. If you think a player is going to exceed expectations, go to Prediction Strike. You can invest in players like stocks. The promo code is UNDERWORLD. You get a free player share with any $20 deposit. Go to the App Store, get Prediction Strike, and you can have it in hand throughout the NFL playoffs. And you're about to hear a sneak preview of the Player Profiler Today show. It's our daily show that we put out every night at 7 p.m. on YouTube. If you like what you're about to hear, go to YouTube and subscribe to playerprofiler.com. And you can hear Jack Cavanaugh break down the NFL and fantasy football every night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Let's go! Good evening and welcome to Player Profiler today. I've wanted to say that for so long. Oh, my God. I remember when uh, Jack Cavanaugh and I were first talking about this show and we we were were talking about how, you know, the the whole question was, how do you come into this show? How do you how do you do it? How do you how do you how do you enter? I think I was too low. I think my seat was too low. I screwed it up. Jack. Oh, I. I've never. Well, I shouldn't say never. I haven't been this nervous for a show in a very, very, very long time. I was literally sitting here for five minutes just staring at the screen, just staring into the void. I had no idea what I was going to do. I had no idea what I was going to say. I can't believe that I'm here. I just want the whole Audience, The Player Profiler Today audience to understand and appreciate just how much I love Jack Kavanaugh. I mean, I just want to open the show by letting people know I fucking love Jack Kavanaugh. And this seat that I am in is way too big. Way too big for me. It's way too big for me. Now, I am uh, recording this show separately for a podcast. And... I'm going to make it a big deal because it's my one time. It's my one opportunity. I I got this is a I'm having like an 8 mile moment. Like this is the, I'm going to try to lose myself in the moment. You know, you, you got you got one shot, one opportunity to to seize everything you ever wanted. Are you going to 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 grab it or are you going to let it slip? That's the big question for me right now. Am I going to grab it or am I going to let it slip? I I'm so impressed with Jack Kavanaugh. I have such reverence for this individual. You got to understand when he and I were talking about this show, the idea that he would actually do it never, never occurred to me. You, you, please understand the idea that you could talk to someone that you've never met before, and say, "Hey, someone that I've never met before, but are, you're doing a pretty good job. You know, helping up, helping us update the site." Yeah. What about going live every single night without fail, without interruption, without ever missing a beat every single night like clockwork at 7 p.m.? Right? You have some issue with your life. Too bad. Go live. Or you got a party to go to. Too bad. Go live. Right. Your family has some special event. Birthday party. Too bad. Go live. Right. Wife needs you, mother needs you, sister needs you, too bad, go live, right? That's what that means. It's, it's, it's something else entirely to be live five days a week, right? Like when I was growing up, we had something called uh, the Nightly News with Tom Brokaw. And uh, that's what I talked about with Jack. I was like, I feel like this could be like the Nightly News. You know, good evening, right? That's why I wanted like like his, his turn, his head turn. Good evening. Like he's mastered it. You could tell. I tried my best. I I would need more reps. I would need more reps to be Jack level. Jack level because I feel like I'm good at this, right? But I don't feel like I I was nervous. Very nervous thinking am I going to be able to to even approach Jack's level? No, but I just need to not embarrass myself, right? Because now you got to think about this. This guy's getting reps every night. Okay, as good as I might be at podcasting, I have the the Podfather trademark, like right here. The United States of America, the United States Patent and Trademark Office, has uh, has awarded me the Podfather is patented. That's how good I am, and yet I'm nothing compared to Jack. The guy's getting so many reps. How the hell can I compete with this guy? Right? I basically have, you know seated my own uh you know obsolescence to him like he's gonna be so much better than i am in like a year just think about all these hours compounding and compounding and compounding and compounding so i'm already nervous that he's like surpassing me in terms of ability and there's no way i can execute at his level again reverence that i have for jack Kavanaugh. so i'm talking to him it's like hey I'm talking about every night, like every night, every single night, seven o'clock. People know to tune in without fail, without question. Can you do that? He goes, yes. Yes, I can do it. And I was like, "Okay, I trust you. I don't know why you and that goddamn mustache, but I trust you. I trust the mustache. And it's been a full NFL regular season. And the guy delivered every single night. I mean, this is essentially a Jack Victory Lap show. I mean, I don't have an agenda, right? I've been I've been just grinding. We've been doing all, all these uh, meetings internally with all the staff, kind of a, a season ending wrap-up talking about, you know, goals for this year, uh, and then looking back at last year and, and things we could have done better. So there's been a lot of these internal meetings that are great. I really enjoy it. I, I didn't even think to do it. It was Cody's idea. Cody's like, I think we should do like my meeting where (laughs) we kind of get together with the staff. Everybody talks and, you know, maybe individual meetings where you can evaluate people at the end of the year. And I'm like, is that what grown up companies do? Because like basically what we're doing at player profiler is we're we're acting like a real company would like almost like it's like it's a television show. Like, I, like we're writing a script like you can imagine, Cody and I are like, OK, we're writing a script. Now, what would you do? What would, uh, you know, company X do uh, in uh, this situation? It's the end of the year. Should we have a meeting? Should we have a, we we should have a, a document where we evaluate staff with strengths and weaknesses. And, 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 and I'm like, well, that sounds like a good idea, Cody. I think we should do that. <laughs> like, and I'm like, is that what grown up real companies do? And like, it's, it's like, it's amazing. Like, so that's what we're doing. So you have to understand, I have some experience running a team, but uh, I in, in my previous life where I had a team, I had a boss who was pretty domineering and would basically do all of the managerial stuff, right? And uh, so I really don't have much experience in the managerial stuff. So we're kind of learning together. Like it's almost like I'm like, Cody, get the book out. What do managers do? <laughs> what do we do? So we have a <laughs> and like it's called like a I believe it's called we've learned this in the last week. It's called like an employee evaluation rubric where you go, you talk to employees. and we, 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 It's like a grading system and or are like high, medium, low or one to ten. We're trying to get it figured out. So there's that. And then we, we are email. I just emailed just before I went live. I emailed all the subscribers, letting them know, hey, State of the Union. Here's, you know, everything we accomplished last year. Here's everything we're going to accomplish uh, in 2023. And, you know, here's how much your subscription price is going to be. Here's how you upgrade. Here's how you cancel all this stuff. So this is like a it's, a, it's actually a lot of work uh, to get all that set up uh, and uh, to close out the year. So I had this one day where I was like, you know what, Jack? You know what? How about how about Tuesday? How about Tuesday? I do the show, and then again I'm sitting here, teeth chattering, staring into the void, just counting down the minutes. It was like 6:56, and the clock turns to 6:57, and uh, and I I don't know how to get this this little uh, uh, overlay they call it to generate properly and i'm I'm, I'm and, and nate and, and cody are helping me they're like oh you gotta do this and you gotta do that and i'm like guys i'm panicking this chair's too big the chair's too big jack so the fact that he delivered is so impressive i just i really we should just all take a moment of silence he's fine jack is fine okay jack is fine but just a moment to just appreciate how well Jack has performed in what was a an impossible task that I gave him and so I I will say this from a managerial standpoint giving people impossible tasks and seeing if they can deliver is 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 been a good strategy I mean I feel like I've given a bunch of people from Frank Cody Dario Jack Aaron I've given them all impossible tasks this year hey I know this. Like the preface would be, I know this sounds crazy, but what if we did this? And then just see what they say, right? And then the funny thing is, because I remember when the, you know uh, I I had uh, someone to, uh, you know propose that to me at one point in my career. I remember when I did deliver, it felt amazing, amazing. So I do think morale is uh, morale is very high. And anyone that saw the subscriber email, the big State of the Union email, if you subscribe, I mean, you should be subscribed, right? So if you subscribe now, I will retroactively send you the State of the Union. If you subscribe tonight, I'll send it to you. I'm sending some more State of the Unions tomorrow. You'll get the State of the Union. You'll get to see all the different things that we're doing, that we're up to. I mean, we have uh, big changes in store for the rankings. We're going to do like a start-sit tool we're going to do like a draft simulator and the draft kit. We're going to do some really like futuristic, really cool stuff. And it's like, oh, start sit tool. That's not that's not uh, groundbreaking. But the way we're going to do it is going to be different. Right. A draft simulator. Oh, I've seen one of those before. Yeah, you might have seen this over here. And this way we're going to have it all right. We're going to the goal is and I start off the email saying, hey, our goal is to have everything that you would ever want and you would never need to leave. We want to have news. Jack is going to spearhead our news desk. This guy's like a newsmaker. You realize this? He said, this guy is amazing at the news, memes on Twitter, social media, and uh, and he has a day job. So he is uh, a hero for our time, Jack Kavanaugh. And I will talk football today. I know it's all uh, behind-the-scenes player profiler, but I think you know you get a lot of football talk with Jack over the weeks and months and uh having me here today it's an opportunity to go a little bit behind the scenes a little inside baseball or inside football or inside football analytics website that focuses on advanced stats and fantasy football right I'm here for it all AMA I have the comments I see it right I see all the comments Will Lamar Jackson be a, a, a Raven that's a big question it, it's looking less and less likely. That's crazy. Will Tom Brady be a Buccaneer? I highly doubt it. Will Derek Carr be a Raider? Absolutely not. Right? And then so we're going to have a big uh, quarterback shift. Right? We're going to have, uh, and they're going to call it, someone is going to use the cliche, and I will never do it. I will never, I do not like the, I do not like the cliche. I'm not going to say musical chairs. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not I'm not going to say it. And by the way, Cory Cory Walters, he's reading my mind, man. He's reading my mind. Now that the season is over and I can take care of all of the the uh you know the uh staff evaluations and renewing all the subscribers and we can get all the business done this month. I'm going to the senior bowl with Cody. I haven't been to the senior bowl since that infamous senior bowl where I was like sweating Adam Troutman. I uh, interviewed Justin Herbert, uh, much to my delight and the uh, and the uh, uh, the uh, dismay of Roster Watch. Like, how the hell did you get Herbert? I was like, guys, you better you better step it up, <laughs> right? Uh, Hertz was there, but he was untouchable. Like, you couldn't get to Hertz. He had people all around him. No one could get to Hertz. Uh, Claypool was there. Uh, uh, Michael Pittman was untouchable. Roster watch and, and myself, we could not touch Michael Pittman. Uh, but, uh, you know, Ayuk was there just hanging around, uh, not practicing, but just hanging around. And I remember we talked to, uh, uh, oh, Jamichael Hasty, right? We, we talked to uh, a bunch of fun players to talk to. It was cool. Well, Michael P. Ryan, famously, uh, the Bobcast, the Sonic Truth Dynasty Bobcast. And uh, we, Denzel Mims was there, right? Uh, it's still still not over. It's not over for Denzel Mims. It's uh, I mean, talk about a truther, right? Oh, one of the other things we're going to do for the to the website this year is we're all going to have my guys, and we're bringing on Theo and Billy, Billy Muzio, Theo Greminger. They're going to have big time roles with the site this year. And uh, Billy was top five in the in season rankings and number one in preseason rankings on Fantasy Pros. He was number one the previous year. Billy Muzio is an absolute star. You put Billy with Dario, you put them together. Think about think about that. Think about the man and the machine together. Uh, best in the business. You had Theo. Theo is also one of the best high-stakes players in the world. You had Cody, who is literally one of the best sort of football minds, just understands football as football. You get all these. I mean, this is quite literally. What we're assembling, and this doesn't even count Jack Kavanaugh, who's essentially like a Joe DiMaggio figure in this, right? <laughs> Just consecutive games, consecutive weeks. It really is like a a an all star team, right? It's like uh, it's like the uh, you know, dream team, right? We're assembling a dream team, and we're all gonna have our guys, my guys, your guys. So you know, you all might be able to help me. I have a few guys at this point set, so we're we're thinking everyone has five guys. Like Billy's gonna have five guys. By the way, five guys, super greasy hamburgers. I went to the original Five Guys. I, I believe it's in Vienna, Virginia. Uh, it's on Columbia Pike, I believe. It's either in Arlington or or, or Vienna. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 hard to tell where where Arlington ends and Vienna begins, and then Alexandria. I used to live over there. It's uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but so you have Five Guys, and uh, always, by the way, if you're getting a hamburger at Five Guys, hamburger at McDonald's, wherever, if you're gonna get a hamburger, just a straight up hamburger. That's all I ever get, just a straight up hamburger. Extra pickles, extra pickles, always extra. Don't forget what extra pickles and extra onions if you want. I love onions too. My daughter was uh, talking to someone. Uh, I think we were at a restaurant. It was after a soccer match, and we were we were on a YouTube TV watching the Patriots game, <laughs> right? And it was amazing. She's like, you know, living and dying with like every every Mac Jones throw, which I loved. And then Jacoby Myers touchdown in the back of the end zone. I mean, Jacoby Myers, think about it. Jacoby Myers is going to be an incredible value in best ball and in early drafts. They're definitely losing Bourne. They're definitely losing Aguilar. That's just a lot of snaps. You know that Thornton is not a target hog. He's very much a, a an occasional use field stretcher. He's like a five targets a game guy. And then the question is, did Devontae Parker earn the, the $7 million that he's owed unguaranteed this year? They could just pick up that contract and let him play it out or not. I mean, based on how he finished the season, I think they will now. I think he earned it with that final game, as, as Devontae Parker likes to do. Wait until the very end to earn the money. Whether Devonte Parker comes back or not, another year of development for Mac Jones. The system can't be worse. Jacoby Myers gonna be a value. I'm excited. He's got that tiptoe catch in the end it just reminded you how good he is. And Vivian turns to this uh, mom at the at the the soccer uh, lunch or whatever, and she goes, "I love onions. I ordered onions. I ordered. I love. I ordered extra onions on my uh, salad. And all the other." All the other girls are are ordering pizza or plain pasta with butter. And she ordered, like, she ordered something with, I think she ordered penne with pesto sauce and some salad with extra onions. And everybody looked at her like an alien, as an absolute alien. And she turned to someone, she turned to this this mom and goes, I could just eat an onion like an apple. And I was like, that's amazing. Listen to her. Onions? I love onions. So I'm like, onions, pickles, yes. Five guys, right? So you have five my guys. So you all know my guys, right? One truther and four good players, pretty much, is the my guys uh, that we're going to set. And so you're going to be able to go to a player on the rankings and on the player pages, and you'll be able to see, is this Billy's guy? Is it Cody's guy? Is it my guy? My guys are, okay, so we can go back in the vault. Who was I first on? Oh, Chris Godwin. So Chris Godwin's always been my guy, right? We drafted him in our uh, uh, main event team for the FFWC. He was on the, the the winning team, Pat Crane's team, for the Best Ball Mania 3, uh, the, the Brady-Godwin stack, right? So Godwin was just a great, great Best Ball Mania pick because he was going to be healthy in the second half of the season, Right. And if you did, you did Evans and Godwin, then it's like you late, that's layering, right? You get Evans for the first half and you get Godwin for the second half. And then, oh, by the way, we get Evans for like 50 points in the final. Great. So my guy is Evans. And then you know my guy is Rashad Bateman, right? That's my guy, right? That's a my guy, my guy. I mean, no one's more Bateman than me. Bateman's essentially the new Pollard, right? The guy that I'm just like through the earth pl- planting that flag, right? Pollard is still my guy. Right. Pollard's my guy. Godwin's my guy. Bateman's my guy. Right. And, you know, my truther is Doolin. That's my Doolin's awesome. Right. You can't watch Doolin and not go. This guy's awesome. He's awesome. So the big question is, who's my fifth guy? That's going to be very interesting. Very. I don't know. I don't know who my guy is. Right. I don't my fifth guy. You guys got to give me a fifth guy. I don't I'm not sure. I don't have a tight end yet. I don't have a quarterback yet. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of think my guy at quarterback is Dak, but that would be two Cowboys. So, I don't know. And then the other thing is my my guy is also uh, Chris Olave. I love Olave, right? But that's another receiver. Then there's three receivers, Uh, four receivers. That's four receivers and one running back. Do you really want to do that? It's kind of crazy, right? I don't think I can do that. I will Olave is my guy, right? So I don't know. Gainwell, but Gainwell's too fringy now. Gainwell's suddenly a little fringy for a my guy, right? Can't can't go with Gibson. That's either Kavanaugh, Jack will have his guys. We're gonna have a lot of guys. We're gonna have a lot of guys. Cody might go Gibson. I don't want to. I don't also want to step on any toes, man. I don't want to step on any toes. So I mean, you all know my track record. You all know the guys I like. So you tell me. You tell me who my guy should be, right? I mean, I have to have a real affinity. I mean, Albert O, maybe? I mean, I believe in Albert O, but isn't that like a truther? Isn't that fringe? Isn't that kind of like Gainwell? I don't know. I don't know. See, it's it's a tricky thing. It's a tr- I, need, I want to be enthusiastic about this guy, but I also want him to be definitively good. That would be nice, right? I want to be like a top 100 pick. If I'm already going dueling, I'm going way off the board with my fifth guy, I don't want to go too far off the board, though I think Gainwell is special. Uh, though he's undersized, I think he could be Austin Eckler, you know, in, in in the long run. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes with him. Uh, we'll see how it goes uh, with a, a handful of these fringier guys. But uh, yeah, the tight end, it, other than Albert O, no one really, really inspires me. And uh, man, I really love Dak. I really love Dak. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, was complaining about how Dak led the league in interceptions. And I was like, did he? That's crazy. What? Yeah, and he's like, he had 15 or something, you know? I was like, fifteen? Who cares? 15 interceptions? You realize like 10 years ago, guys used to have 25 interceptions. Right? They used there were there were years when guys would have 20 plus interceptions. Now a guy's leading the league with 15. That's why we have interceptable passes, right? He was outside the top five at interceptable passes. It's not that big of a deal, right? Uh, and he had uh, he was he was he was ranked much higher in money throws, top ten, than danger plays. He was uh, number eighteen. So Dak is is a really really solid decision maker and is more apt to throw a dime than he is uh, uh, an interceptable pass. Uh, it's just bad luck. It's just super super high variance. There are a lot of these, you see a lot of these plays every day when you're watching the NFL, it's like, that could have been intercepted, that could have been intercepted, that could have, that would get was tipped up in the air, right? Or oh, that was deflected up in the air, or that was deflected into the ground, or, you know, defender gets his hands on it, but doesn't quite squeeze the, f-. I mean, every quarterback has a couple plays every game where the defender gets two hands on it, but they just rarely squeeze it because they're extending and it's off their fingertips or that's behind them and they can't quite get. Their hands fully around it, and they're not—they're not good at catching the ball. Otherwise, they would be receivers. <laughs> so that all makes sense. It's like that's not a metric I would care anything about. Like Dax interceptions, no, 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 no. So I want to ask the audience uh, where you all think Tom Brady's going to be. Where do you think uh, Lamar's going to be? Where do you think Carr's going to be? It's very interesting uh, very, very interesting. And by the way, Matt Stofer Thank you. Thank you very much. Jets fan, Jets fan, Matt Stofer I'm a Jets fan now. I'm a but Brees Hall, Brees Hall and Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson and even, uh, Mike White. They're making me Jets fans. I mean, I'm not really a Jets fan, but I respect the hell out of the Jets. And, and that is a playoff team. That is it with Derek Carr. That is a playoff team. I just don't want Derek Carr to go there. I think it would be so cool if they could bring in Brady for like two years. I would love Brady to play till he's like 47. I think that would be so amazing, right? I just like he's very inspiring, right? He's my age. So, uh, you know, it would just be really cool. Wow, I usually say like early 40s or you know, I say around 40. I think I just gave my actual age away and I hate to do that just because chronological age is is just you know baloney. What I've been doing lately uh, to stay in shape, I'm gonna keep this up, this Matt Stouford comment. I want to keep it up for a while. Seven years this guy's been listening. We've been on uh, we've been on that we start we launched the podcast, okay on blog talk radio which is a scratchy telephone signal. That's all it was. We launched that in 2014. So we're going into our ninth year. It's crazy. And what's weird is for so many years, it was just like a lifestyle business for me. You know, it was just me doing everything and having fun. And then a couple of years ago, I started hiring people and everything has been speeding up. Like, Every year we develop and roll out as much stuff as we did for like the entire history of the company, right? We were doing the math and we had as many podcast listens this year as we had like the previous two years combined. It's just, it's weird how the growth is and how the responsibilities and then the and the output. It's just the, the, the wattage of... Signal of functionality of media of everything we're putting out. Look at our YouTube, look at our Twitter, and compare our Twitter from 2018, 2019 to today. It's insanity. It is absolutely insanity how things grow exponentially. And the beauty is when you delegate, right, and then you've got to. You've got you've to get with Cody and be like, so what do we do now? We're delegating. We have employees. What does that mean? Is there search is there search online? Go to Google. What, what do you do with employees? <laughs> right? But it's just interesting how I feel like I'm more empowered to do more different things and be more creative and actually do more shows because so many people are doing a lot of the things that I used to do. Whether it be Dario, whether it be Cody, Jack, so many people, it's, it's a really cool thing that there's a lot more going on, and yet I'm almost less stressed than I used to be. So it's a really cool thing. It's just, an in, it's just an interesting thing, but it's all about trusting people. It's all about setting people up for success. Like Jack and I, a great example, Jack and I were, were like for an hour practicing this, like, good evening. We, we sat down and practiced that for like an hour, like the, amount of time I've spent with Cody, us just working on stuff so that he can do it at a similar level that was, it was being done before. If you invest time in people to help, they want to be great, right? You've just got to invest the time in all the little things. Like how, like Jack was, was really like, I, I can't figure out how to start the show. Right? I want to start the show well. I don't want to hook people immediately. And I'm like, you're right. You should be doing that. Because we talk about the first 30 seconds and the last 30 seconds of a show are the most important parts of the show. Right? So what's in the middle is fine. I'm sure it'll be good. But I'm going to pay the most attention to what are you doing in the first 30 seconds and the last 30 seconds. And uh, good evening. Like, it's just, you know, we just worked on it forever. But then I just say, hey, You're you're good. You're doing. You're doing. You're now doing it better than I could. Go out there and thrive and succeed. Um, and you do that over and over and over again. Boom. Then then the cool thing is when you start to see a Jack working with a Nate or a Cody working with an Aaron, and then the and he's imparting all this wisdom, and you're just sitting back watching the channel like I've. I can't tell you many times. Like I've had my phone out at a restaurant or something, at or you know hanging out, and I like sneak peeks. I go to YouTube and I'm like, oh, Trade Gods is on. Oh, uh, you know the the juice is on, or you know I I want to watch this show. Like I'm interested. Like I want to know. Like I think that I'm gonna host the juice. I really enjoy Ahan and Shrivan. I think it's a great it's a great uh, trio. I've never had that kind of show where it's like young millennials who are whatever, right? They show up in their hoodies and they don't care about, you know, uh, know, the perfect presentations, not their thing. They're just grinding the bets, right? And they're doing their millennial thing with whatever, right? Uh, And I'm sitting here going, all right, I'm the boomer here. Right, and then, oh, we had this, this this at at lunch. We had this huge conversation at this this soccer lunch about about the, the 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 generations and who's what generation and all these things. And um and the the millennials are starting to to remind me of the Gen Xers, right? Millennials, you think you're special, right? And I think that they're now going like, oh, damn, this I Gen 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 Z, they're 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 now they're surpassing us in every way. They're they're way more aloof and, uh, you know, uh, better with devices and all the things we like had as our identity are, uh, you know, the you know, and then we're over here. Gen X because Gen X is like the definition of like they didn't even bother giving us a name like it's like you were born in the 70s. Fuck you. Right. You're not special. You're nothing. Right. So history won't remember you. You're you're X. You're not even a thing. Greatest Generation, Silent Generation, all these generations. Fuck you. You're nothing, right? Millennials are kind of like, hey guys, uh, <laughs> we're starting to lose our power over the economy and uh, uh, you know the the uh, 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 marketing tastes, the taste making. We're we're losing out. These younger kids, uh, and then we're like, "Yeah, join the club, buddy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to irrelevance, guys. It's fun, you know." And so you gotta have the like, guy's looking at it. Most of the people that contribute at all the player profile, they're like twenty five years old. Like, Cody, Dario, these guys just graduated college. It's amazing. Like I'm, I'm the the only boomer here, I guess. That's maybe a good thing uh, for the future. The, but I guess there has to, like I said, with the Juice show, I like that it's like two people from like, it's like skipping a generation. It's like you got a boomer over here and you got all these Gen Zers talking bets. I kind of like it. I think it's a fun dichotomy. It's a fun dynamic between those guys. Uh, I like being the, the sort of uh, the old head, you know, kind of trying to keep, Keep the the rudder of the ship straight, and uh, you know, just basically asking open ended questions, not shy about not knowing anything. Uh, so I'm having a lot of fun. So I'm going to be hosting the juice, I think, permanently from now on. I like it a lot. Um, Matt Stoffer also, I'm big on Matt Stopher today. He says he misses the show with Nate List. Yeah, Nate's not been doing a lot of content at all. So Nate had big plans to go off on his own and do some things. And uh, I wish him all the best. I love Nate. I, he's a friend of mine forever. Uh, in fact, I want to go visit him in Oregon uh, with my family because his daughter, my daughter, are the same age. They both play soccer. I love Nate. Um, but, you know, he's had a bunch of stuff with his life that's really gotten in the way of football content. Um, so I really, I'm really hoping that, you know, things can kind of shake out well. Um and settle and settle down a little bit with him, uh, sort of off the field, his off the field stuff, and we can get him back because he he's great, like he's really great. His his single man videos on players are great. So uh, I I I really, but he just can't do the Sonic Truth for a bunch of reasons. If he wasn't uh, you know, doing the Sonic Truth, he was going to be doing his own site and his own brand, and he's not really able to put as much effort into that as he'd like to. So the Sonic Truth is like down the priority list for him. Um, The Sonic Truth will come back though, right? It's going to come back. It'll be a three-man show. I'm liking these three-man shows, as you can tell. It's going to be hosted by Alan Soslowski, and there's going to be two analysts, me and Theo Greminger. okay? So I think it's going to be Theo and me sort of debating players, and I think the quarterback like throwing it is going to be alan uh so that's going to be interesting and alan and i are also doing a dynasty show on sirius and we're doing we're recording tomorrow a uh an evergreen show that's going to run on a loop on sirius xm fantasy throughout the month of january uh it took like our pilot episode uh and i have a bunch of topics to discuss we're going to talk about you know uh, the value of running backs versus wide receivers in Dynasty. We're gonna talk about like this 2022 wide receiver class. You know where is Watson versus Pickens? You know and, and versus Burks. All these guys are enigmas. So we're gonna we're gonna shake it. We're gonna have it out, man. We're gonna have it out. We're gonna talk about like Pollard. We're gonna talk about you know some of these some of these interesting running backs. These running backs that are that are gonna be, you know. Moving into bigger roles because the the running back ahead of them is going to be a free agent or going to get cut, whether it be AJ Dillon, whether it be Zamir White, whether it be Kenny Gainwell, whether it be Khalil Herbert. Talked about all those guys and, and this all all this on the uh, the top ten Takeaway show, uh, but I have a I have a bunch of uh, a bunch of different topics, uh, and he's gonna and, and Allen Allen has this crazy philosophy that he only cares about the next two years of production, and I'm going to put all of these. Hypothetical team builds in front of him that no one would ever in their right mind do in Dynasty put together, right? I'm gonna be like, so Al, let me get this straight. Your wide receivers are gonna be Thielen and you know, I'm gonna go Dad. I'm gonna I'm gonna create ridiculous scenarios and paint him into a corner and force him to acknowledge that he's gonna want some youth on his dynasty team. Right. So we're gonna, you know, he, he's in a great spot. Because we had this big running back renaissance, I've been talking about the running back renaissance for I don't know how many years, and now we're seeing 28, 29 year old running backs playing well. Derrick Henry's 29. We're gonna have a bunch of 28, 29 year old running backs putting up putting up numbers. Go look up what Matt Forte did at age 29. You're gonna get a lot more of those type of seasons out of these running backs, whether it be. I think Zeke will likely have just too much wear and tear once he gets to 29, but we'll see what Fournette is. Like, we'll see what Chubb is. We're going to see what a lot of these running backs are. Barkley, I'm I'm actually pretty confident he's going to be quite productive for quite a while. So it's very interesting to see how really good running backs age well. It's like we, it's been so long since we've seen like a, an Adrian Peterson in the league, but they age well, everybody. And so that'll be a topic. Uh, there's all this subject. Uh, running backs are dust. Yeah. James Connors probably dust, okay? But he didn't have Zeke's profile coming out. He didn't have Fournette's profile, Chubb's profile coming out. Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, they haven't had huge workloads. They're they're gonna be fresh. I mean, look how old Eckler's 27. So it's interesting. It's it's, it's we haven't lived in this world for so much for a decade. We have all these older running backs producing late into their twenties what does that mean for dynasty builds All right it's, it's 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 fascinating it's really fascinating but so on the one hand you've got these older running backs that are values on the other hand you've got these younger running backs that have this underappreciated value because they the the running backs ahead of them have not yet become free agents have not yet left the team have not yet been cut but there's a strong probability that you know Josh Jacobs does not come back so we will see what happens we will see what happens. it be very interesting. But yeah, I mean, if we can go back to the, the topic from earlier, the whole show that Jack set up was supposed to be us talking about Brady and where he ends up. I just want him in New York. I really want him in New York. I want that fuck you to Belichick. I think that would be really fun. As a Patriots fan, I think it would be fun. Uh, there's also the possibility that Sean Payton and Tom Brady both link up and take over the Dolphins. You know, that's a possibility. Like, the, the Dolphins owner is getting impatient. I mean, he's so impatient, he was bribing coaches to tank. Like that, That's a thing that happened, right? That, that actually happened. Uh, so he got in more trouble for tanking, even though they didn't tank. Then a team that actually did tank, which was the Buccaneers, famously tanked for Jameis Winston and, and benched all their starters in the second half of Week 17. So the owner of the Dolphins is Stephen Ross. Yes, Stephen Ross is getting older. Stephen Ross is 82 years old. Okay, Stephen Ross is getting older. Stephen Ross, I don't know, do you think Stephen Ross looked as good as me at 45? What do you think? I don't know, I don't think so. So what I did today was uh, I ran two miles. So this is what I've been doing. I've been running two miles every morning. I've been getting up and just running two miles. Uh, I, have a, I have a loop that's exactly two miles to like the hundredth of a mile. It's great. It's like a perfect loop. And uh, so I've been doing it for, let's say, the 10th. I've been doing it since right after Christmas. So I've been doing it for about two weeks. Uh, I would never start on January 1. That's That's too lame. I started before that. Uh, and, uh, it's been cold every day. It's been like below freezing every, so eventually it's going to be nice to run, but it's been awful every day, <laughs> like rain, ice, uh, it's been terrible. Uh, but I've been doing it. I've just been, I just get my clothes on. I do it. It becomes a habit. You do something for 30 days. It becomes a habit. That's the rule. That's the habit rule. So I'm, that's how I started flossing. I was like, I had to start flossing every night. If I do it for 30 days in a row, I can do it. So I broke through and I, I floss every night after I for 30 days. So if I can run every morning two miles, if I can do it for 30 days straight, it'll become a habit where I just do it every morning no matter what. And so I'm hoping I can get to that that place. Uh, and then I'm also doing these like uh, circuit training classes at the gym. Uh, where you do burpees and then you do like this exercise and then you do this and you do mountain climbers and you do all this stuff. So I'm working hard. Like I'm working hard, uh, to stay fit, to stay energetic. Um, uh, I like having energy like that is really what I like doing. It's seven o'clock at night. It's now almost eight o'clock at night. Uh, we've had what top 10 takeaway shows that were an hour and a half. And I could just talk and talk and talk, and it takes energy to do that. Um, and uh, so I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you and me, for you and me. But, yeah, when I look at Brady, I'm like, yeah, Brady's Brady's definitely putting the work in. He is. He's putting the work in. He stre- apparently, he stretches an hour and a half every morning. He does this huge stretching routine that's like where he's sweating, you know, it's like a combination of like yoga and stretching and all this stuff. And he has a, he has a, a like a trainer. I, I guess it's a trainer, a stretch trainer, a stretch specialist. I don't fucking know what people like him have for <laughs> resources. <laughs> so he does that every morning. Right. And then apparently throughout the day, he only eats nuts. He only eats like sunflower seeds, seeds and nuts. That's all he eats. So fuck him. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to that level. Right. But I am trying to like work out a decent amount so we can stay energetic just because, again, you look at that State of the Union email that I sent to uh, subscribers today. You look at the list of features that we have on our roadmap. It's a big. It's serious. And the biggest one, it's the frog task. Right. Where, you know, Mark Twain said you eat a frog in the morning uh, and get it over with. Well, that's the two-mile run. That's that's the frog workout, right? You get it over with in the morning. The hardest thing you get it over to the. We're doing the hardest thing first, which is we're revamping data analysis. Cause listen, I've heard you, right? I listen. I know. Okay, like it's not news. Okay, that data analysis sucks. Like I get it, right? It's been the same since we rolled out the site. It hasn't been updated. Like it's the it's this you know problem child of the website. where We haven't known what to do with this thing. It's so complicated to do it that you have to take your medicine and just frickin update it. And so we, we, we have a new developer, Taylor, and he's amazing. Uh, he's also from he's from Wisconsin. He's a Green Bay fan. So R.I.P. to the Packers there for Taylor. Uh, but we're having him update the data analysis there's in the email i laid out all these new things we're doing with data analysis we're going to make it amazing we're going to change the whole thing so much more flexible so easy to find things to search for things to add new elements you know save your save your queries have all these prepackaged queries that we're going to create for you there's going to be so many cool things about data analysis but it's also the hardest thing to do um, so we're getting it out of the way now. Like, get this out of the way now, and then we can all do fun stuff for the rest of the year, like team profiles. Like, imagine our player profiles, but for teams, right? Uh, team game script, ge- team uh, pass to run ratio in neutral game script situations, team uh, zone coverage tendencies, all those things. Uh, so we're gonna do that too. There's so many things. So many things. Uh, it's all in the email. <laughs> To subscribers subscribe now <laughs> I'll, I'll send I'll retroactively send you an email but uh, yeah that's that's the thing is you want to get that that thing out and, and out the door early and then apparently what is Tom Brady he eats like a He eats one scoop of avocado ice cream that's his treat that he gives to himself Jesus Christ Tom I mean honestly I mean come on man really I mean If you're going to if you're going to have this level of production five years after Steve DeBerg, right? When I was a kid, Steve DeBerg was like ancient. He's like receding hairline, could barely move back there. He was thirty (laughs) nine, right? He was thirty nine. So what Tom is doing is so amazing. And if he can keep it up, Stephen Ross is eighty two. Stephen Ross has no patience for McDaniels or uh, McDaniel, right, whoever, right, he'll fire him. They make the playoffs, so what? If he thinks that they have a better chance in 2023 because it's a win-now team, if he thinks that Sean Payton and Tom Brady give him a better chance than Mike McDaniel and Tua, which, uh, spoiler alert, they do, by the way. (laughs) Does anyone here think that Tua's better than Tom Brady, even at this point in his career? I hope not. I really I hope not because he's not now now Tua is he his his career is in jeopardy because uh, his health was mismanaged by people who report to Mike McDaniel and ultimately Stephen Ross. So, I mean, Stephen Ross isn't Daniel Snyder level despicable character, but he's 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 he's. Next in line, would you say Stephen Ross is the second worst owner? If you stack up bribing coaches to lose, if you stack up, you know, uh, allowing players to play with concussions and then having further uh, brain injuries later that season, if you stack this up, I mean, there's been other issues too. There was a cocaine scandal where. I don't, was Dan Campbell there at the time. I don't know if Dan Campbell was there at the time. I don't want to. I don't want to besmirch Dan, the the great Dan Campbell, right? All I care about is you guys. It's all I think about. It's all I care and think about. I love you guys. I don't want to besmirch him, but I believe there was cocaine in the office, and I think there was uh, a a coach, an offensive line coach, was. Involved in a a, an affair with a woman who worked in the adult industry in Las Vegas and they were FaceTiming and he was FaceTiming her from the office. I think it was back when FaceTime was like a new thing and it was like innovative and fun. Like, hey, I'm FaceTiming. This is crazy. This is awesome technology. Look at this. Oh, by the way, you want to know you wanna know I'm a boomer? Here it is. Here it is. (laughs) That got the I got the dot. I got the dot. That's how you know. I don't know how to do the flippy thing. I can't I can't do the flip thing. I can't get to the home page. I don't know what to do. I have to have the dot. <laughs> this is the best. My dad doesn't have the dot, right? But he also doesn't know how to use anything on his television. So I'm trying to help him set up Chromecast. <laughs> oh God. And and uh but I wanted him to be able to cast from his phone to the TV. I was like, dad, you can cast from your phone to the TV. It's cool. You know, blah, 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 blah. You can watch player profiler today. And, and then, and then the this was the best. He, he's like, uh, he's setting his phone up, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, dad, give it to me. And then I, I go to take the phone and it locks because he has the face recognition. I still have just have the, the, the fingerprint, right? I I saw the fingerprint. I don't have, I'm a boomer. He's an actual boomer. I'm not technically a boomer, but I'm a boomer. In this way, I'm more than a boomer than my dad. My dad's like, takes it, puts his face up to it. It's like, okay, now can you you work the technology? Embarrassing son of mine who's more of a boomer than me. And I'm like, dad, I'm trying to help you. Sighing, you know, giving me the side eye that I don't have your face. Like, that's not... That's not because I'm ignorant of the technology or I don't know how to use a phone. Like, what are you doing? Like, listen, I know more about phones and stuff than computers than you do, Dad. But it was it was, uh, it was it was a fun moment. It was He was like, oh. It was like, thank you, Dad. We're going to get you. And then I asked him, I was like, hey, Dad, have you been, because uh, I ex- fully expected him to say no, right? I said, uh, have you been casting anything? You've been using the cast feature? He's like, oh, I'm casting something right now. Oh, yeah. I'm watching uh, some YouTube show. And I was like, uh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm so impressed. You actually did it. You're doing it. The little icon in the top right. You're, you're hitting it, and it's ca-. he's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I, I got it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. B- by all means, please. Continue to thrive with with modern technology. Uh, who's the boomer now? That really is uh, that re- that really that really is it. So okay, so I think it's still very possible that we have Brady and Peyton going to Miami because we know that Stephen Ross doesn't give a fuck about anybody or anything. Doesn't give a, doesn't care about anyone's brain. Doesn't care about the competitive integrity of the league. He doesn't care. Like Mike McDaniel is is nothing to him. Doesn't care. Didn't he? he run like Carnival Cruise Line? Wasn't there also scandals with Carnival Cruise Line? I just think Stephen Ross, man. I think there's it's it's not it's not great. Not great. I think there's I think there's a little more shade there than has been fully exposed. Uh, it took a long time for Daniel Snyder to finally for people to finally appreciate just what. A bad person he is and they maybe one day but here's the thing he's 82 man steven ross is 82 he's lived like it's he's done he's got it like he's, he's 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 got the check mark in his column he's rich he owns a sports team right he just wants the super bowl brady Peyton, microwave me a super bowl let's go let's go i've talked myself into it i think i've talked myself into brady Peyton. Linking up, because apparently Peyton's friends with Brady. That's the that's the word. So then that paves the way for Carr to go to New York. Suddenly, the AFC East in that scenario is the most interesting division in the history of the NFL. In the I mean, you've got you've got the Bills, or the potentially the reigning champions, you've got Bill holding on. Like, in, in his decrepit form, holding on in spite of his own obsolescence, right? They're not making the playoffs in that scenario, right? The Patriots are finishing last. You've got Brady and and, and Peyton, you know, with, with, with freaking Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Shit. Then you've got the Jets with a massive quarterback upgrade. Say what you want about Carr. Huge upgrade. Like, you could argue that they're, they're clearly the second best team unit for unit. After the Bills in that division, I mean, fascinating, fascinating division in that scenario. Only the Patriots have a losing record right Uh, next year. Then the question is, where do these other guys go? Who's going to who's going to the, the Raiders? They're apparently flirting with Jimmy Garoppolo. This makes sense. Josh McDaniels liked Jimmy Garoppolo all along. Was unhappy when Bill shipped him out. Didn't they? They argued about it apparently, and now he's you know he's wooing him back. I mean, Josh McDaniels with with Garoppolo and Stidham just reprising the worst aspects of the 2017 Patriots. I mean, it really is this what we're doing? Is this it? That's what they're that's what they're doing. Lamar Jackson, where does he go? I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to think about Lamar not in Baltimore. I don't know who has a salary cap for it. I really we gotta dig into this. That's a great I mean, clearly Anand and I will be talking about it. Where do you all think? Where does the chat think Lamar's gonna end up? Right? That's that's the big question. I mean, we have Harry Snowman thinks that that actually it's gonna be Aaron Rodgers that goes to the Raiders, not Garoppolo, which would be interesting. Right? That would be I mean here, here, think about this, right? Think about this. The Packers have realized that they they can't win with this Aaron Rodgers-Albatross contract, but you can convince, like, a Davis, right? You can convince a Davis to, to take that contract on and reunite Rodgers with Devontae Adams. That's cool. That's interesting, right? So, I mean, Matt Matt Stopher he's back again. He's asking, can we get a mansion lifestyle tip? I just gave you one. I gave you a lifestyle tip. You, you 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 eat the frog every morning and you go run 2 miles no matter what the weather is. Like I have a poncho when it's raining, right? I've I've been running on ice, I've been running. It doesn't matter. In fact, when I was in Maine, my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law is like a incredible runner. He runs marathons. So we were running and he was running with the dog, so it, like it's a little bit easier for me. If he wasn't running with the dog, I would have been screwed. He would have been like I would have been he would have been gone. But I'm running like a lot harder than I normally would because when you're running with someone else, like you get you know you get motivated. And so we're running this route that I remember running, but in the summertime and it had rained and then then rained, but it was now like 15 degrees so that it was froze and then it also there was like the, the, the river was rising. So this, this path we were on actually was washed out and then iced over. But, there were, but the ice was very thin, so you, it was treacherous. Like, if we had gone on this path, we could have, like, fallen into the river and died, right? So we had no choice but to cut through the woods and then get to a railroad track and then go across the railroad bridge, where it's just a railroad uh, bridge across the river. That's the only way to get across. Like, there's no... The next road to get across was, like, another mile. Uh, and so we were up on the railroad tracks running. And then actually running on the railroad tracks was, was really quite uh, perfect, actually. Um, so that was, that was interesting. But, yeah, we were like cutting through the woods, getting on the, the railroad tracks. Uh, that's the level. Like, you have to want to do that, right? If you really want to run and have fun running, you've you also got to make it interesting Like, uh, I do really nerdy, crazy things. Like I imagine that I'm like a proto human and I pick up firewood along the way on my, on my run. So by the end of the run, I'm always carrying a couple sticks. It's stupid. Okay. You have to understand. I know it's dumb and I'm a big dummy. Like I get it. Like I'm a nerd, but it's like, I don't know, whatever to make it fun. Like that's, I guess that's the lifestyle tip is like a, just get up and do it first thing in the morning. That's the best time to do it. If you want to make a habit of it, you got to do it in the morning. It's the only way to do it. And then try to find some things to make it interesting. And don't let the weather, don't let snow, don't let floods, don't let ice, don't let railroads stop you. That would be my lifestyle tip. Um, is just you know by any means necessary uh, to get to to because you can. You can. You ever seen Forrest Gump? right? You can do it, right? You can do it. And, uh, so very, just very, very, very interesting. And by the way, I saw Shane Gillis. I saw this, I saw this Shane Gillis. He's just one of these up and coming comedians. He's friends with Mark Norman. I went to see Mark Norman, uh, live in New Haven at a pretty small theater. So it was really cool. And, uh, we had good, we had good seats, of course. Um, but, uh, so Shane Gillis and other, one of these, uh, comedians and, and he was like, uh, he was recruited to West Point to play football during a war, so technically he's like decorated. He's like a decorated veteran, uh, f- you know, college football player. But he showed up to camp and, and, and was in camp for like a week and dropped out. <laughs> so he's like, my resume is amazing. I was on SNL, though I never showed up to SNL. I was I was fired before I could ever uh, write a write a skit. So he's got like the most incredible like Forrest Gump level resume that's completely fake, and he hasn't done any of that. Uh, whereas uh, you know it's like yeah, Forrest Gump was a movie. It's like yeah, that didn't actually happen. You can't run across the country back and forth, back and forth, back and forth like that. Uh, although maybe David Goggins could. David Goggins, cool guy. Uh, the the suck. That's what it's called. The suck when you're when you're. It's it's kind of sad, man. It is kind of sad when you're only running two miles, it's not, it's like 20 minutes. But when you're like, what would Goggins do? This is terrible. This is awful. Like you're running, like I'm, I got to use like mental uh, tricks to, to make it. What if I was a proto human? What if my, what if my family needed this firewood? If you're, it's kind of pathetic that it's just like a 20 minute run and you're going to those lengths. Do you think I'm actually going to make it 30 days doing this? Like god damn it, probably not. Shit. I thought maybe I would. Now I've talked myself completely. I'm doing it tomorrow though. You damn, we're going to do it tomorrow. Uh so uh that that is that that is the show. <laughs> I've covered the quarterbacks. We've covered running back free agents. I think we've covered a bunch of things. Possible coaching changes. Uh, we've actually covered a bunch of things. We didn't cover anything about the games <laughs> this Sunday, but we have plenty more Player Profiler Today shows coming up from uh, people, not me and not Jack, but others that are uh, doing a great job here at Player Profiler and uh, you know taking the baton, taking the stick, and to hand the stick, take the stick. Like, why is he running with sticks? What a loser. Yes, I get it. I understand, but I'm just trying to try to mentally get through it, man. It's 25 degrees and raining. It's I'm miserable. It's 7 a.m. It sucks. <laughs> we love Jack Kavanaugh. He is the man. Thank you all for subscribing to this channel and showing up. And and and, and you're so active in the chat, having all these sidebar conversations. I see it all. I fucking love it. I love you. I love Jack Cavanaugh. Let's have an incredible 2023. I love Jack Kavanaugh. Let's have an incredible 2023. And I, I don't know where the, uh, the, the the outro is. God damn it! I had a great closure to the show. I fucking nailed it, Jack. I nailed the close. Can we just pretend I didn't? I knew how to, how to do the, how to run the end bumper. Jack don't look don't don't watch this pretend i went out like this